3: Hallo zusammen to Coffee Break German. Welcome back to Coffee Break German. We are
0: here to help you with your German. My name is Marc. Ich heiße Mark. My Name is Thomas. And today we're going on to a new topic, the topic of shopping. We'll be using the numbers that we were learning last week in the context of prices. And we'll also be looking at the concept of modal verbs. Sounds a little complicated so far, but I'm sure Thomas will explain everything. So, Thomas, wie geht's dir heute?
3: Mir geht's sehr gut, Mark. Danke. Wie geht's dir?
0: Mir geht's gut,
3: aber heute bin ich ein bisschen müde. Ah, das macht nichts. Sollen wir trotzdem anfangen? Trotzdem? Nevertheless?
0: Nevertheless, yeah. Let's begin nevertheless, even if I am a little tired. Also, los geht's.
3: Let's start with a little bit of review what we did in Lesson 6 when we started learning about shopping. Okay. I'll give you three phrases and you try to translate them. Okay.
0: Wie viel kostet das? That phrase means how much is it? How much does that cost?
3: Exactly. Second one. Kann ich Ihnen helfen?
0: That is what a shop assistant would say to me. Can I help you? And you would reply? Uh, no, I'm just looking. How do I say that again? Ich schaue nur. Danke. Ich schaue nur Danke. Ich schaue nur Danke. Ich schaue nur Danke. Okay. I think we should also do some practice of the numbers that we did last week, perhaps in the context of prices. So let's do some prices. If you can give us some prices
3: and I'll try and translate them into German. Good idea. Number one, that costs 32.99 euros.
4: So to translate that, I would say, das kostet
0: zwei Euro 99. Richtig. So does the Euro go between the, the the Euros and the cents, basically? So 32 Euros 99. The, yeah. So in German, two and thirty
3: Euros 99. <laughs> exactly. Zwei und Euro 99. Exactly. Now, number two, this time we didn't use that makes, can you remember that? Das das macht richtig. So the phrase that makes fifty one euros thirty five.
4: So das macht
0: einundfünfzig Euro fünfunddreißig. Das macht einundfünfzig
3: Euro fünfunddreißig. Genau. Also Nummer drei. Now, in Germany and Austria, we use the Euros. But, of course, in Switzerland, we use the Schweizer Franken,
4: the The Swiss Swiss francs.
3: Yeah. uh So, that makes 11 Franken 99.
4: So, would that be, das macht 11 Franken
3: 99? Richtig. Okay, another one? Number four, that makes four hundred seventeen euros
4: That's a little more complicated, that one.
0: Das macht €417,79.
3: Ausgezeichnet.
0: Okay, and give us a really
3: challenging one to finish off with. Okay, the last one. That costs five thousand three hundred sixteen euros and eighty cent.
4: So, would that be Das Kostet
0: fünf thousand Euro 80? Euro achtzig?
3: Yeah, the pronunciation a little bit. Das Kostet fünf 5,000.
0: 5,
3: 1000 5316 and 80
0: cent 5000 you've got me really worried about my 1000 now 5316 euro and 80 cent genau so in this lesson when we're talking about shopping uh, Thomas, you were telling me earlier that we are going to be looking at four particular verbs and then using these verbs in different situations today. Can you tell us what these four verbs are?
3: The first one would be to buy, kaufen. Kaufen. Kaufen.
0: Okay, and then uh, the next one? To try on,
3: anprobieren. 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 Then the third one? We already heard that. Zahlen, to pay. That's to pay,
0: Yet yeah. Zahlen. 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 And the last one? Nehmen, to take. We've already heard that one as well. So, nehmen. Nehmen. Okay, so, kaufen. Kaufen.
3: Anprobieren. Anprobieren. Zahlen. Zahlen. And nehmen. Nehmen. So, these words
0: we're going to put into different phrases
3: now what we're going to do is we're going to take verbs we already know and grammatical constructions and build new phrases with it
0: okay so really trying to manipulate the language and to create new phrases based on what we have already learned exactly okay so do we need anything new here do we need any new pieces of vocabulary
3: maybe one yeah okay what's that going to be Briefmarke, stamp. Briefmarke. Die Briefmarke. So, die Briefmarke
0: is a feminine word. It's die.
3: Exactly right. So, die Briefmarke, what would be a Briefmarke? So, die Briefmarke would be
0: the stamp. Would eine Briefmarke be a stamp? Yes. Okay. So, could I say, if I were in a shop, I would like a stamp? Ich möchte eine
3: Briefmarke. Yes, but you can also say, I would like to buy a stamp.
0: Okay, so could I say, ich möchte to buy was kaufen eine Briefmarke.
3: Ich möchte eine Briefmarke kaufen.
0: So the kaufen goes to the end. And what is it that makes it go to the end?
3: As you already mentioned, it's the modal verb we're learning today.
0: Okay, so the modal verb
3: in this case is, ich möchte... Exactly. And in addition to that, we're going to learn some more modal verbs. Okay. So, first of all, if we take
0: ich möchte eine Briefmarke kaufen, can I just double check one thing? Eine Briefmarke, that's accusative. Right. If it were a masculine word, we would have to say einen something.
3: For example, ich möchte einen Kaffee kaufen.
0: Ich möchte einen Café Kaufen, because it's the accusative it's in there as einen Kaffee, okay? Now, before we continue this topic, we're going to hand you over to Kirsten, who's going to tell us a little more about these modal verbs. And indeed, we're going to learn to conjugate them. So, over to you, Kirsten, our grammar guru.
2: Hello, listeners. I hope you're not all feeling as tired as Mark is today, and that you're up for learning a little bit more grammar. Today, we've been learning about shopping in a German speaking country, and Thomas has been introducing you to some more modal verbs. I'm sure you'll get used to the idea that the modal verbs send the infinitive to the end, as we saw previously with Können Sie mir bitte die Rechnung bringen? So, we've already come across the verb Können, but today we're going to learn the conjugation patterns of this verb and the two others you've learnt in today's lesson whose infinitive forms are mögen and wollen. Now, these are all very commonly used verbs, which, as you might remember, means it's very likely that there'll be irregular verbs, which don't follow the usual conjugation patterns. We've already learnt haben, which had an irregular pattern, so let's go through each verb now, one by one. The singular forms of the verb können are ich kann, du kannst, and er, sie, and s can. You'll notice first of all that there's a vowel change from Ö to a, and that although the first and third person don't have their normal endings, you'll immediately recognise the st ending of the second person singular. For the plural endings, we go back to the original form, so we have wir können, ihr könnt, and sie können. Finally, The formal, singular and plural, Sie können. Next, we've got the verb wollen, which means to want. The singular forms for this verb are Ich will, Du willst, and Er, Sie and Es will. And the plural forms are Wir wollen, Ihr wollt, Sie wollen, and the formal Sie wollen. Now, this is where I need to remind you that Ich will is a bit of a false friend, and that learners often think that it is translated into English as I will. So for example, ich will zahlen doesn't mean I will pay. Ich will means I want. So if you say ich will zahlen, you're actually saying I want to pay. Finally, let's move on to the verb mögen, which has a number of meanings, one of which is to like. I don't want to overcomplicate things here. But we've learned Mögen in this lesson within the context of I would like, ich möchte. This is actually a different type of verb. It's called the conditional. So it's these endings that we'll be learning today. So the singular forms are Ich möchte, du möchtest, er, sie, es möchte. And the plural forms are Wir möchten, ihr möchtet and sie möchten. And finally, the formal form, Sie möchten. So there we have the verb forms of the three modal verbs, können, mögen and wollen. They're not exactly easy, but I'll pass you back to Thomas and Mark so that you can hear them used in the context of shopping.
0: So we're going to be hearing these verbs a little more in this lesson as we move forward. Let's go back to können and the phrase,
3: can you bring me the bill, please, which was? Können Sie mir bitte die Rechnung bringen? Or kann ich Ihnen helfen? Can I help you? So what the, the shop assistant might say
0: to me, kann ich Ihnen helfen?
3: The exactly same thing happens here. The verb helfen goes to the end of the sentence. Can ich
0: Ihnen helfen? So, can I you to help? Exactly. Okay, so the, the helfen and the kaufen earlier, these are infinitives. That's the two form of the verb, yeah? Yeah. So, just like in Spanish or French or Italian and many other languages, we've got an infinitive form, and it's the form that you would find in the dictionary. Exactly.
3: Now, Mark, let's see if you can work this phrase out. Where can I buy a stamp?
4: Okay, I think that would be, wo kann
0: ich eine Briefmarke kaufen? Ganz genau. Wo kann ich eine Briefmarke kaufen? Wo kann ich eine Briefmarke kaufen? Okay, Thomas, let's just pause there for a moment. We are going to take a quick break, but we will be back again soon with more German for you.
1: Wir unterbrechen diese Sendung für eine sehr wichtige Meldung. If you'd like to make faster progress with your German, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Also, worauf wartest du? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your German to the next level, go to coffeebreakgermanplus.com.
3: So we know stamps, but what about postcards? The postcard is die Postkarte. Or Postcards, die Postkarten. Okay, so could I say, wo kann ich
0: Postkarten
3: kaufen? Sehr gut. Now we had, ich kann, ich möchte, and the next one is, ich will. Ich will. So what would the whole phrase be there? Ich will ein Souvenir kaufen.
0: So I will buy a souvenir. Not exactly. I want to buy a souvenir. Ah, okay. That's a bit of a false friend then. So we think it might mean ich ich will I will uh, in the future tense, but no, it doesn't. It means I want to do something.
3: I want to ich will. Okay, ich will ein souvenir kaufen. I want to buy a souvenir. Okay, ich will ich
0: möchte. I would like. Ich kann. Could I say ich will? Einen Kaffee mit Yeah. So it's just another way of asking for something.
3: It's more direct. Ich will, I want.
0: Okay, maybe less polite, possibly, than ich möchte.
3: Yeah, if you say it to a waiter, Mm -hmm. you would rather say ich möchte instead of ich will. Okay. Now we're going to use the same concept for the other words we just learned. Anprobieren, nehmen, zahlen. Okay, so anprobieren was to try on. Yes. And I just give you a few phrases and you see if you can translate them. Okay. I want to try that on.
0: I'll just give the listeners some time to, to work this out. So I want to try that on. Ich will das anprobieren. Richtig. Okay.
3: Another one. Can I try that on?
4: Would I say, kann
3: ich das anprobieren? Ganz genau. And maybe a last one. I would like to try that on.
4: So could that be, ich möchte das anprobieren? Exactly. Okay, so it's fairly straightforward.
0: We can use these modal verbs pretty much with any infinitive. Yes. For example, we've learned two infinitives a couple of lessons ago. Trinken, to drink, and essen, to eat. So, wo kann ich
3: essen? Yeah, or I want to eat a pizza. Ich
0: will eine
3: Pizza essen. Ich will eine Pizza essen.
0: Eine Pizza, it's feminine, isn't it? Yeah. Because I thought it was masculine there and I was trying to make it einen Pizza, but it's not. It's eine
3: Die Pizza, eine Pizza.
0: But ich möchte einen Kaffee trinken.
3: Sehr gut. You're getting the concept.
0: Good. Okay, if we're trying something on, perhaps we would want to know where the changing rooms are. So I suppose I could ask, wo kann ich das anprobieren? Ja. How would I say, where are the changing rooms?
3: Wo sind die Umkleiden? Wo sind... Where are?
0: Where are? So it was wo ist, for where is the singular form, but wo sind?
3: Die umkleiden ist the plural form. They're changing rooms. Die umkleiden. Die umkleiden. That's
0: one word. Umkleiden. Umkleiden. Wo sind die umkleiden?
3: And if you are trying something on, you might need it in a smaller or bigger size. Mark, what do you think the following means? Gibt es das in größer? Gibt es das in kleiner?
0: Well, I recognise the word klein in there. Would kleiner be smaller?
3: Yes, the comparative form. So klein, small. Kleiner, smaller. Klein, kleiner, and groß, grösser. So
0: we've got a change in sound there, haven't
3: we? Yes. Groß and grösser. Grösser.
0: Okay. So what was the the start of that? Gibt es das? Gibt es das?
3: Yes, es gibt means there is. So, gibt es is the question form. Is there a smaller size, for example?
0: So, gibt es das in kleiner?
3: Yeah, literally, is there it in smaller?
0: Okay, so does it exist in a smaller size, I guess. Gibt es das in kleiner?
3: Gibt es das in kleiner? Or, gibt es das in größer? Gibt es das in größer? Gibt es das in größer? That all makes sense so far. Having tried it on, you decide you take it. Mark, how would you say, I want to take it. I would like to take it.
4: Well, I would say,
0: uh, I would try to be polite. I would use ich möchte. Can I say, ich möchte das nehmen?
3: Yeah, that's just an easy way to say, I would like to take it, whatever it is. You can also say, ich will das nehmen. I want to take it.
0: So the differences would be, ich will, meaning I want, ich möchte, I would like. Yeah. When we were learning drinks, we learned, I'll take, as an ich nehme einen Kaffee. So could I say, ich nehme das?
3: Yeah, also works.
0: I'll take it. Ich nehme das.
3: Ich nehme das. Now that you decided to take it, you need to pay for it. Mark, can you ask where to pay? Where are you able to pay? I
0: think I could say, wo kann ich zahlen?
3: Genau. And the place where you pay in the shop is called die Kasse. I think I've seen signs in in shops with Kasse above them. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's a supermarket or shop, always called a Kasse.
0: So it's kind of like the checkout or the the tills, I suppose, in in a a shop or a store uh, elsewhere. Okay, so I could say, wo kann ich zahlen? Or presumably I could also say, wo ist die Kasse?
3: means the same, just two different ways to say it. Okay, how do you say credit card? Kreditkarte. Which gender is it? Die Kreditkarte. Die
0: Kreditkarte. So can I say, kann ich mit... Kreditkarte zahlen. Yeah, ja, sehr gut. I think that when when I'm able to create the language and build phrases myself even just with one extra word like Kreditkarte, um that's really when I feel as if I'm making progress. So I'm pleased with that.
3: Now mark, there's one more word that might be really useful using with modal verbs. It's haben to have.
0: Okay, so for example if we're checking out at the at the store I might want to say, can I have a bag? A bag
3: would be die Tüte in German.
0: Die Tüte.
3: So you can say, kann ich eine Tüte haben?
0: Kann ich eine Tüte haben? So it follows the same pattern as all these others. Kann ich, then the object and then the infinitive. Exactly. Kann ich eine Tüte haben?
3: Kann ich eine Tüte haben? What's a receipt? Kann ich eine Quittung haben? What's the word for receipt again? Quittung. It's feminine. Die Quittung.
0: Die Quittung. Die Quittung. Die Quittung. Kann ich eine Quittung haben? Kann ich eine Quittung haben? Okay, just before we finish this lesson, we've got time to hand over to Julia, our cultural correspondent, who's going to be sharing with us some tips for shopping in German-speaking areas. So, hallo, Julia!
1: Hi Mark, hallo Thomas und guten Tag an alle unsere Coffee Break German Zuhörer. Ich bin's wieder, Julia, eure Kulturreporterin. Today you've been learning some useful language for your shopping trips in German-speaking parts of the world. So I thought I'd bring you some useful information to complement what you've been learning about. If you're planning that shopping trip, it may be useful to know when shops open and close. Here in Germany, you'll usually find that most shops open from 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. Monday to Saturday. Of course, there are variations. Some bigger shops may open at 9 a.m. and smaller shops will close at 6 p.m. and even earlier on Saturdays. However, if you're used to Sunday opening, then you are in for a shock. Apart from big shops and train stations and maybe a few pharmacies, bakeries and flower shops, everything is closed on a Sunday. Where you've been warned, don't plan to get your retail therapy fix on a Sunday if you're coming to Germany for a shopping trip. As you're walking around towns in Germany, and indeed in Austria and Switzerland, you'll notice something about the rubbish bins or trash cans. We are very big on recycling here. And you'll find that in public spaces there are different bins for different things. For example, um, paper, plastic and other recyclables go in one bin each. And there are other bins for general waste and even glass has to be separated into white, green and brown. This concept is known as Mülltrennung, waste separation. And it's not only in town. At home we also have separate bins for each type of waste. I know that this is becoming more common now in other parts of the world, but we've been doing this for some time here in Germany. One final thing which links both recycling and shopping together is the idea of the Pfand. This is a deposit for a bottle. So if you buy a drink in a plastic or a glass bottle, you might find you are paying a higher price. But this price includes the Pfand. Usually 25 cents per bottle. If you return the bottle to any shop selling drinks afterwards, you get your fund back. This way you save money, you save the environment and you will never see plastic bottles lying around on the streets anymore. I hope these shopping tips come in useful when you're out and about shopping in Germany. For now, it's back to the studio with Thomas and Mark.
0: Vielen Dank, Julia! Okay, I think I'm ready to go shopping. I've got the correct language here that I need to visit a German shop. So I'll go off and do some shopping and I'll join you again next time for some more Coffee Break German. That's all for this episode of Coffee Break German. Once again, don't forget you can visit coffeebreakgerman.com to find out more about how you can get access to all the bonus materials
3: available for this course. And you can post a comment on our website or leave a review on iTunes. And just on that point,
0: we would like to take this opportunity to thank those of you who have already left comments and five star ratings on iTunes for Coffee Break German. This really does help us share the word about Coffee Break German and encourage other people to join in and to benefit from the course. So this week we're saying vielen dank to Kevin, who just got back from a trip to Switzerland, Austria and Germany, where he was able to use his Coffee Break German skills. Also to Sofia from Finland and to Andrei from Slovakia, who has been using Coffee Break German to learn some German. So thanks to those listeners. And if you've not already popped over to iTunes and left us a review or indeed a rating, then you can do so very easily. And we would really appreciate your support in this way. Thanks again for listening. And we'll be back again soon with more German for you. Until then, danke. Bis zum nächsten Mal. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to less than similar brands.